Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. We're testing out our new microphone now. Microphones are cool. Jess has a new microphone. It's a handheld portable recording device so we can record other places besides our bedroom. Although right now we're sitting in our bedroom. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> testing it. Testing it, yes. Which is good because we're testing it in the same location that you usually have the other microphone and yes. that will indicate Everything something. else is control conditions and the only uh, variable is the equipment. Well, we're sitting wrong. This is not where we sit. Yeah, we are positioned slightly differently in the room, but that's okay. Why has everything always got to happen all at once? I don't know. I, I still think I'm glad it's not worse. I think that's a fair assessment. You know, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm not throwing up and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you're you know? good. I'm good. Like I told you the other day, thank you for not dying. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah. Monday was really good. Monday You're... Monday was normal. It fooled us. And then, and then on Tuesday, we were planning on... Very sadly, shaking my head. Having a normal, long, but fairly normal day. Well, because we had Monday, it seemed normal. And on Tuesday... You tried to go to work. Did you get to work or did was, I, you I was to take at, your I was mother at, somewhere? I, yeah, first I took my mother to the doctor. Okay. And uh, she likes to argue with me, and she said she wasn't going to listen to me. She was only going to listen to her, meaning the doctor. I said, that was fine, but if she didn't do what she was supposed to, I was the one sending her to the hospital. <laughs> and the doctor was like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they gave her the, you know, they give the, the old people with the walker, like, the farthest room down the hallway away from the restroom. Uh-huh. And then they give her the little cup to pee in and send her to, to the restroom and they ask her if she knows where it is. And she can't see. She's blind. So um, there's that. And there's um, my sister's usually texting me while I'm at the doctor with my mom. Because your sister has a genuine interest in your mother's doctor appointments. She's not sitting there with my mother. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and the, my mother was at the doctor because... It was a follow-up appointment and because, well, she would have canceled it just as a follow-up appointment, but she's mad because she keeps waking up to pee and then she gets up to pee and doesn't really pee and it's... Urinary urgency without actual output. That's frustrating and understandably so, but... Yeah, that's why they gave her the little cup to pee in. But um, she was having the same problem, and, and so they couldn't send it to the lab. So they had to send a little cup home with her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which means, of course, then I have to pick it up and bring it to the lab. But... Um, Given the choice between driving around your mother's cup of pee or your mother again? Well, I don't know. Driving my mother around was more successful than driving the pee around, so... <laughs> Um, but, but that, 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 that didn't happen until that'll later. come up later. Yes. Oh what, what happened in the meantime is so you drop her off at her house. I bring her home and and I go to work, which is kind of late, but you know that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And oh no, I didn't. I had to come back to the house first because those Costco guys were coming back for the yeah they bed were picking reject. up the bed that we returned. Yes, yes. good. And um. They were really pleased that the, oh, come on, what's that flat thing that lays underneath the mattress that we didn't put there? 
Uh, box spring. Box spring, yes. It's still in the big plastic thing because it was easier for them. Yes. That's riveting, I'm sure, to everybody listening to this. But <laughs> So anyway, you drop your mother off. You come home to manage the delivery guys. Yes, it was good timing. The undelivery, see, the reverse see, delivery guys. Here's the thing. It, at this point, now Tuesday's still normal because it was even good timing. Like, I brought my mother to the doctor and we, you know, did mostly what we needed to, mm-hmm. which is fairly successful for one of those type of activities. Uh-huh. And... And then the guys called and said, hey, we'll be there in about 30 minutes, which is perfect timing. Drop my mother off, come here, go to work. Arrived around, no. what, 11? 10 or 11 or something. Which you're usually there at 8. So you're yeah. only a couple hours late, but right. still decidedly so late. Then I call grandma because we need a backup for our dog sitter when we're out of town. Our dog we are going out of town the next couple weekends, yes. And because that... Dog sitter, kid sitter person got an elderly parent out of state who is the old guy is not cooperating with the idea of being in his 90s and still being alive. It's aggravating him. <laughs> so if she had to leave, we wanted a backup. So I called grandma. Yes. And grandma's like, oh, yeah, you know, I talked to. To Papa, and he's like, oh, Grandma's here. And I talked to Grandma, and Grandma says, oh, no problem. I've got it covered. Because they and were gone. Pa- for- Papa answered the phone and handed it to Grandma. Right. Because yeah. that's what he does. That's what he does. And and they had been gone a long time. They had been out of town for a long time because they had a sick kid and a sick grandkid, and they went out of town. And then while they were out of town, Papa got sick, and then they got stuck there with weather and then Papa being sick. And so anyhow, they're finally back, and they, they were planning on just staying home all the time anyway. So mm-hmm. so I figured she'd be a good person to do that, and, and then she could give us a ride to the airport. That would be great. So then I was working, and then my boss calls. And my boss lives next door to Papa and Grandma. Yes, she does. She is a family friend, our kids' adopted chosen family aunt. Yes. And she says, I came home for lunch, and there's a bunch of first responders, and something happened with Papa, and he it doesn't look good, and uh, I'm not getting back in time for our meeting. So I'll call you back. She called you from home, from her house. Or Or nearby the house. Somewhere over there. Grandma's house, yes. She was going to take Grandma to the hospital while the ambulance was taking Papa. Okay. Yeah. And then she called back about an hour later and said, I'm I'm doing a perfect impression. Yes. (laughs) She said, I'm sorry. And I said, okay, I understand. She couldn't really say much. Papa didn't make it. Papa didn't make it. His heart stopped. And they got a little pulse back, but it was very, very, very weak. They they weren't able to get it up to um, a sustaining pulse. No. And so? No, they weren't. So Grandma got to talk to him, but he couldn't really respond. But, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. If you're listening right before you die, then what do you do with whatever somebody just told you? Um, I guess it depends on what you do after... You're done inhabiting your body and what your beliefs are about that, but right, you know, right. that's that's a discussion for another time, I think. Yeah. So, but Grandma said something like he, he was a really good husband, and this isn't what they agreed on. And again, he wasn't listening to her because this isn't what they agreed on, and he hadn't done the taxes either, <laughs> and so she was not pleased with that. Ugh. So anyhow, 
Yeah. Grandma and Papa, they've been together like... Grandma's the same age as my mother, mm-hmm. and Papa was the same age my father was. Yeah. So Papa's almost 80, mm-hmm. and Grandma's mid-70s. Yes, and they got together in their mid-20s. Yes. They've been married 50 years this year, not that long ago. Right. So Grandma's got a house full of people right now. But in the meantime... The whole family came to help or support or or invade. Invade and get help. (laughs) Yeah. Eh, Family can be helpful and beneficial at a time like that. Yeah, it'll keep her busy and distracted. And But in the meantime, right after that, within an hour or less, the big kid called. Number zero. Yes. The big kid had texted and said, can you call me? Which is really rare and kind of surprising. Right. So I talked to the big kid and big kid said, I'm really, really sick. And I've been to the hospital once in the even tinier town that she's in. Yes. The The, hospital. Yes. Can you hear the air quotes? Um, Um, Yeah. And I'm at the hospital again. And I don't know if they're going to see me because my insurance is wrong. And the other day they said I needed to go see a primary doctor and I'm really sick. And I said, okay, I will come there. And it's a little over an hour to go. Yeah, yeah, it's a drive. This is the drive that, like, three hours in the car both ways, including the time to do whatever, retrieve the human who is coming back with us, or put them there, or put the, yes, whichever direction we happen to be going. Yes. So I went to the hospital there, mm-hmm. and on my way there in the car, first my boss called and said, "Are you still at the office?" I left my phone charger there. And I said, no, I'm not still at the office. I'm driving in the car and she's with grandma and everybody. And well, not everybody yet, but I think there were some buddies there like grandma's friends. So I'm not going to say I'm driving to the hospital. No. The other hospital. Because (laughs) two villages over the other side of the city. They don't need to deal with that right now. No, I'm not at the office, but my work wife is there. Yes. And she says, okay. Then she gets off the phone and I'm driving and I'm like listening to uh, Big Finish. Happy Doctor Who-ness because... Because you needed that about that. I need some... It's perfectly acceptable. I don't uh, want any politics or information. uh, (laughs) So... You realize that we are terribly privileged to be able to... uh, I know. ...turn off our attention to politics. I don't totally turn off my attention to politics. I pay attention to the part that I can affect, and I try not to be inundated by everything else that is totally fucking insane. Okay, fair. So. So you're driving an hour plus. Which is plenty of time for more people to call, because they will. to, To the city, and past the city, and two more villages over. And my mother calls. Of course she does. And she says, oh, okay, well, I have something for you. And this... This is the peacock now. <laughs> this is, and I say, you, you do. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, and this is the thing. Like, last time I went to fix something at her house, she does have a little sense of humor. And so... With this, like, certain type of delivery, she's, you know, I fix her TV because she can't figure out how to make it go on because she pressed some wrong buttons. And she can't see any of it to tell what, what buttons to try pressing again or whatever. Right. And so then she'll give me something like, there's these little box tops that she saves for the kids that come off her Kleenex. Mm-hmm. And she'll, she said last time, and for that, I give you these box tops. 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> That's great. So it's kind of this joke mm-hmm. with her lately of, and now that you've fixed some other menial I'm task, paying you back by giving you a bottle of my pee. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Or, you know, that kind of thing. Now that you've driven me all over the place, I give you this bottle of urine. <laughs> You know, oh, for fuck's sake. so it's it's a joke, but and it's that's that's exactly what you needed, yeah, at that point. So, but so, it's still one more thing to do. Well, it it is, but I'm driving mm-hmm. and I'm far away, and I say okay, but and then she says in the middle, she stops and says, "My aunt, her sister, uh huh, says that Papa died, and is that true? And what happened? And I say, yes, it's true, and." At that point, I didn't know much. Right. I just knew his heart stopped. And she said, okay, well, that's no good. And then she went back to something about, <laughs> and I said, okay, but I can't come and get the pee because I'm driving right now and I'll call you later. Like I didn't even get in any other information because she was just telling me something else that mm-hmm. she needed or something like that. Yes. And then I got to the hospital eventually. Eventually. Because they both called before I even got to the first village of the two villages away. Yes. And uh, that first one's half an hour away. So they, you know. Yes. 35, 40 minutes maybe. Okay. And I get to the ER and I find the kid and I'm sitting there talking to the kid, the big kid, who does not look good and has been retching their guts out because there's some kind of virus, but it wasn't a gut virus like I had. It was a throat virus that made it hard to swallow, and so by that point... By that point, she hadn't eaten very much. And so she was full of whatever was draining from her throat and stomach acid. Well, she wasn't exactly full of it, because a lot of it was coming out and making her throat more sore. Oh. And that was well, definitely... that was all that was in her stomach, though, yeah. at that point. So, yes, that would... She couldn't eat Low anything. blood sugar would and, make a person nauseous, totally. And the pain was making her nauseous, and... Um, and I think she was anxiety-fying she was, herself and making yes, herself nauseous. Because her throat was feeling like it was closing, which is what my Jesus friend said when he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So they were doing blood work and everything, and I'm sitting there talking to her, and the phone rings, and it's my aunt... Oh, for goodness sake. And my aunt says, did you take today off? And I say, no, but I'm not at work right now. And she says, okay, well, I wasn't sure, but I'm sick and I need to go to the hospital. And she starts crying and she's all upset and wound up. And and I was going to have grandma take me. And of course, grandma can't do that because grandma's busy. Dealing with her dead husband. Yes. Okay. At the, probably the same hospital but that, that my aunt needs to go to. However, that's just not going to... No, that's... Grandma's not driving anybody anywhere. Not right now, no. And I say, okay, well, I see the kid looking at me as I'm saying, you need to go to the ER. And the kid's looking at me like, what? Who else needs to go to the ER? <laughs> and I say, okay, you need to call an ambulance. Yeah. Because I'm, very, I'm over an hour away, and I'm sitting in a different ER with my oldest child. And I talked her through it a few times because she was very upset and sounded worried and about her illness and probably, I think, a reaction to Papa's death and the fact that she was a friend. Yeah. Uh, she was, she was a little overwhelmed by everything, and so yeah. needing to manage her own ailment at that point was just a little much. Right. And she has some anxiety, too. So I said, you know, I just I talked her through it, and I, I made sure to do it a couple times so that she could grasp what I was saying. 
Okay. I said, it'll be good if you call the ambulance because I'm too far away to get to you for, I wouldn't be able to get there for a long time. Right. And they'll, they'll help you as soon as they get there with the ambulance. Right. They'll start checking your vitals and everything and taking care of you. Mm -hmm. And then when they bring you to the hospital, they will bring you right in. You won't have to sit in the waiting room for eight hours like we did before. If they don't need to take you, they won't. Right. They can help you at your house. If if they can do that, they will. Right. So, because I offered that for my mom last time, which I explained yeah. to her too. So, so I explained this a couple, and then she's like, okay. I said, so now, now hang up, you hang up with me and you call the ambulance. And then once you're going there or there, you call me and tell me. And she says, okay. So then she calls back a little while later and says, okay, which hospital do I go to? Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, in down in the city, there are two primary hospital companies. Because I had said, I want to know where to find you. And it's a good idea if you don't know what to do to ask somebody. So I said, okay, well, which one does your insurance cover? And she said she could go to either one. So I said, go to the closer one because it's closer and it doesn't have the trauma center. So there will be less chance of waiting while a bunch of traumas get in there. Right. So she said, okay. And, and then they brought the blood work results for the kid and said, we can't find anything wrong. You have a virus. And the kid looks bad. Viruses you know? do that. Yeah. And um, so, you know. So they say, okay, so we can give you something for nausea. And I said, yes, give her something for nausea. Because, yeah, you know, that's always a good thing to have handy. And so we decided that, that she needed to come to our house. Because um, that way we would be closer to the doctors that her insurance covers. We would be closer to more options as far as urgent care or one ER or the other. Right. And I would be able to take her there without driving an hour and something first. Right. You know, she could be right. And then we could watch her and then we could feed her because she wasn't getting any food in. So I brought her here. But first we had to go to her house and get some stuff and put out food for the cats and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Right. Well, I was waiting for her to go in there and do that. I called my sister to make sure everybody over there was alive. <laughs> and she said that my nephew had a bad sore throat. And oh, I for said, goodness sake. Okay, well, here's what they told Zero Child, so, you know, just for your information. Yes. And I had to tell her about Papa, and I had to tell her that our aunt was at the ER, but it was okay, because I sent her there. Uh-huh. So that she would know these things. Right. And then I brought the kid here, you and did. then I went over to see my aunt at the hospital. <laughs> and by this point, it's mid-late afternoon? No, no, dear. That was when I drove. You remember I came home and then I said to you? Oh, yes. Now I remember it was late in the evening because you were trying to call her at the hospital and she was trying to call you and somehow it would just never connect. It would be like ringing and then like pick up and then yeah. like nothing. My phone kept ringing and kept saying it was her, but then I'd go to pick it up. It would be gone. And then I, I think she was probably getting mad and she was trying to text something, but I wasn't sure what it was. So I... I finally just sent her a text and said, look, I'm just going to come over there and check on you. Mm -hmm. So I went there and in the meantime, she sent a text saying, 
They were going to keep her, so I didn't need to come there. But I went in, and she seemed glad to see me. Yeah. It's always good to have somebody check on you when you're sitting in the ER, because it takes so long. Yeah. And um, so I went and checked on her and hung out there for about an hour. And, and then I came home around nine-something. And, and by um, that point, I had made Zero Child, like, some grits with some protein powder in it so that she could fill her stomach with something more swallowable. Mm-hmm. And she was already doing better. She's been kind of up and down, but I think she starts to feel better and then she starts to do stuff and wears herself out again. Yes, she does. Yesterday, I don't think she did. She was mostly resting. Yeah. And I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure if like, I'm really not sure, but when she called me, so now we're on Wednesday in the middle of the day. Uh, You went to work on Wednesday morning, yes? I did. And I went to a meeting and then my plan was at some point during the day to go get my aunt from the hospital and take her to her house. Yes. But Zero Child was at our house and called and probably should have called sooner but didn't want to bother me at work. Oh, for fuck's sake. And she was having chills and some like, it seemed like convulsions or something. Uh-huh. I don't know what was happening. I think that after so many days of not eating, and she only ate a few bites of that rice cereal the night before. Uh-huh. Like, I was thinking maybe she was having a, hey, I need some nutrition reaction going on in her body. Uh-huh. And a little bit of shock in her body of, really, we've not had enough nutrition, and this right. is really getting hard here. So. Her throat still felt like it was closing, so she felt really scared Yeah, about that. So I took her to the urgent care, but by the time we got there, the chills were like making her shake so much that they didn't like it, and so they sent her to the ER in an ambulance. Because that's what happens once you check in at the urgent care. They can't discharge you. Not if you look like she did. Mm-mm. Her hands kept like... She has fibromyalgia, and yeah. I think it's related to that. She was like having arm cramps, and like the cramping was so severe that it was like pulling her muscles in. And, and they didn't like it. Closing her hands and things like that, yeah. Yeah, they didn't like what was going on, so they, they called the ambulance. I think a lot of it was related to her anxiety, like she was working herself up over not feeling good, like number two child did. Well, He would do that to himself sometimes. When you're having muscle spasms that are tightening your muscles, it could freak you out, especially if you're doing that and your throat feels like it's closing. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying no. that, you know, it's not unfounded anxiety, right. but I think that the anxiety was increasing the tension. It probably was. Mm-hmm. and. Fibromyalgia is also affected by stress. Yes. So they were sending her in an ambulance. And I was really lucky because it was to the same hospital that my aunt was at. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. I can check on two of them at once. So so the ambulance takes her there and you walk up to the counter and this is... No, there's more. Oh, tell me more. The ambulance is taking her, but they always take a while to get the person in there and get them situated. Uh-huh. So I drive back to our house to put out the air beds so my boss, who's grandma's neighbor, can come pick them up. For all of grandma's family and kids and grandkids that are coming into town. Descending upon grandma's house. Yes. And I thought I might need a charger because there was no word from my aunt about getting out and she wasn't answering her phone, so maybe it needed charging. So I got here, put out the air beds, and then I had sent my aunt a text at some point saying, when are they going to let you fly the coop over there? Yep. And um, nothing for a long time, Uh huh. except for my sister saying, what's going on over there? Oh, of course. Because things were going on. Right. 
So then my aunt sent a text saying they were going to release her. And I called her and she said... Well, hold on, because when you followed... I'm not there yet. Oh, you're still not there yet? I'm still in the garage talking to my aunt on the phone. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yes. I'm getting the airbeds out. I'm getting going in to get a charger. And then I find out I don't need one. So I decide I better eat some lunch because I'm going to the ER. And you must eat before you go to the ER if you're not the patient. Yes. So then I get in the car and I drive to the ER. Mm-hmm. And I go, I go up to the desk to ask where people are. And you notice this thing about being a guy... I do. And we were talking about this with Zero Child after she came home later that day. Mm-hmm. Because you walked in there. I walked in there, and I went up to the desk. They say, can I help you? And I say, yes, I need two things, just to let them know ahead of time. Uh-huh. My daughter is in the ER, and then I give the name, and they say, okay, yes, she's back there. And my aunt is somewhere upstairs. She was here last night, and then they kept her, so she's this person, and here's her name. And they say, okay. And they find it, and then they write it all down for me, including the instructions of which hallway and which elevator. Yep. Because that way I'm not going to bother anybody else on my way there, because some other woman might have to tell me where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so, yep. so that's a thing. You know, and we've noticed this before that women will always give you very specific and very granular instructions if they do so at all and don't just handle it for you. Yes, they will give me access to whatever I'm asking for without asking me a bunch of questions. Yes, which before they would have asked you questions. They would have. Like, how is this your business and how can I be sure it's your business? Whereas now they're just like, okay, and then they take care of it. Right. So then I went back there to check on Zero Child, and there, she was still in a stretcher, and the whole place was chock full of people on stretchers. Oh, for goodness sake. Maybe we picked the wrong one this time. I don't know. I think it w they were both like that. Okay. Because um, they usually bring you to the closest hospital that is most likely to be the next place to take you. Uh-huh. But she was back there, so I talked to her for a couple minutes. I said, okay, so now I'm going to go find our aunt which is, you know, her great aunt. Uh-huh. And they, she says she's being discharged, so I'm going to go find her and see what's going on. And I might have, have to take her home, but I'll come back first. So I went upstairs, and I found my aunt in the penthouse all the way on the fifth floor. <laughs> and um, Because that's how big of a hospital we have down right. in the city. Oh, yeah. These ones have five stories. That's right. And um, she's all ready to go. And she says, okay, well, they just got to give me paperwork. And she goes out to the desk and they say, no, you have to wait for them to come and get you. And she says, okay, well, how long is that going to be? And they say, well, probably about 30 minutes. And she's not, she's not happy. Oh. I say, it's okay. We have time. So we go back and sit down uh -huh. and, um, you know, look at our phones and t discuss the weather and <laughs> what other people are doing. And, yes. Um, Talk about the dead guy. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and who's, you know, that I'd put their beds out and yeah. why weren't people sleeping over next door at the aunt's house? And I said, because they wouldn't leave grandma's and... And maybe grandma should go to the aunt's house to sleep. <laughs> yeah. And apparently grandma had thought that too. So... So I'm I'm leaving for, for to visit the boy and getting on a plane and... Yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And so, so we had to get all, all of week. this managed. Uh, all week I was trying to like get a bunch of stuff done at work so I'd be ready to leave. And also maybe pack my bags, you know. Oh, yes. Stuff like that. That? And it wasn't happening. I kept no. having to leave work. So finally, last night at dinner, I told you guys, 
Maybe I should try try to not go to work and see if I end up there. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to go to work and not being there. Maybe I should try to not be there and lower my expectations. There We've we done go. this before. We have. <laughs> um, so I I brought some blankets over to Grandma. Yes. To go with the airbeds. She was very happy to see you. She was very, very glad to see me. And I said, I, I know you have blankets, but these ones are ready because they're cleaning in the back. Like yours might not be ready because they might be in the garage and or, Papa put them away and you probably don't know where they are, but we're not going to say all that. We're just going to say these ones are ready. And she seemed to appreciate that yeah. there were fresh blankets and sheets ready. Yes. So I gave those to her and she talked to me for like oh, 40 minutes. And Wednesday, it was funny to back up. You went and you took your aunt home. And then we were both just waiting for child number zero to like let one of us know that she was done at the ER. Right. Because after I dropped off my aunt, I actually did go to work. You did. But I was in an appointment. So I was... In BFE and can't answer I your was, phone. I was very far. Yes. I got in the car and drove 40 minutes. So... Yes. So... This is how things work when you do home visits in mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere. Right. And the phone rings and I'm like driving home from work and I had left work early because all of my classes were done and I had a prep period and I didn't feel like I was going to be productive during that prep period. So I left mm -hmm. and I get a call. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to call you, but I'm at the ER and I'm done and I think I'm ready to go home now, but they won't discharge me until I know someone is coming. And I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. Mm -hmm. And... I could see she tried to call me, but she knew I was working too. Right, so. right. It's, it's this hyper-apologetic thing. And I'm like, you're sick. It's okay. <laughs> Yes, you're sick. We, we put you at the ER. It's okay. We, we will come and get you when you're done. Yes. That's what we expect. It's I'm funny. sorry that you're sorry about it. <laughs> so so you, you went and got her. I did. And then, yeah, she did, she did start to seem better today. And you're trying to get things done. Did you get to work at all today? I did. I stayed home this morning. And I, I thought I was almost ready to leave. And I had three errands to do on the way, including get the pee cup. Um, <laughs> but... Then the neighbor called and said, "Hey, the fence is blowing over because we have a we had a windstorm going on." Yes. And do you have any rope? Can you go tie it to something like your tree? And I was like, "Probably." <laughs> so, and and the kid was feeling better, so she wanted to help. Oh, but of course she did. There wasn't anything for her to do because what I had was three old belts that belonged to the boy. Four actually. Old nylon belt strapping, basically. Yeah. That. One I put around the post and the other three I strapped together and then I tied to an old dog leash and tied it to the fence. The other, the <laughs> so other, the rest of the, the other fence, fence panels won't blow away. Yeah, but she came out in case I needed help. Right. And um, so then I, you know, that took a while. And then I was, then I had to get ready to go do the errands. And um, I left and I got to the pharmacy and they actually, what a great surprise. They had all the kids' meds. Of number two child who yes. you are going to see tomorrow right. on an airplane. Right. Now, really the meds should have been where he's at, but since they were ready and here and the insurance had... Paid for them? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, I was going to just take him. I was real happy. Right? We so, were, we were was thinking like, it wasn't going to because like, we had gotten phone calls saying, we cannot uh, fill your prescriptions. That's a whole other problem. And now they're saying, we have filled your prescriptions. So I went over there and not only had they filled ones that I didn't know they were. Mm-hmm. That, that, how I found out is one of them was ready and I'm like, what? Because they send you a message. A text message, yeah. So then I ordered the other ones to see what would happen and they went through. And not only did they go through, but when I got there, they were ready. Sweet. So I thought, I don't want to leave these in the car. Uh-huh. So I came back and put it here. And um, my mother called while I was in the store and said the lance thing that you poke yourself with when Lancet. you're trying to get the blood to yes. do the glucose meter wasn't working. It hadn't been working for a day or two. So since I was in the store, I got another one. Uh-huh. And she didn't like it, but it's okay now. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Um. So then I... I went over and brought her all her stuff. I stopped and got the dog food, which is in my car in case I forget to put it in the dog food bin. And I got the pee cup and I drove to the lab that that they used yesterday. But when I got there, they said, no, we're not really a lab anymore. We don't have a lab tech. So we can only do like minor lab things there. But the list is on the wall right there. I can see it. She says, so just a minute, and I'll figure out where you need to go. See, there's that thing again. There's a guy standing there, and he's in the wrong place, because this is where he was yesterday, and that's where we brought the pee cup yesterday that didn't have the amount of pee in it they needed. So (sighs) I thought... That's where we're, you know, but that's not where we were supposed to go. And so we will tell the man what to do and let him feel like he's in charge anyway. But she was busy over there. And I said, okay, so um, the paper says this name lab says this is the lab that my mother's insurance uses. And I see on the wall that one of those is located on this street. And I know that lab. And she says, yes, that's it. And so then she didn't have to. Oh, very good. She was too busy. Good boy. Yes. (laughs) You figured it out on your own. Get a virtual pet on the head. (laughs) And uh, so I went and drove to the other lab. And um, that woman was like, well, she needed to write her name on it. And I said, well, she's blind. So she didn't see that. And she says, okay, write her name on it and her birthday. And what time did she pee in the cup? And I say, I don't know. It was... Tuesday night, and she says, oh, no. Oh, no, that won't work. She needs to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) When do I have time to drive pee around again? (laughs) Right? Uh, And and so she gives me two cups and gives me the paper back. It gives me the bill. You know, they put them in the little baggie. Right. I go back to the car, and then I'm like, I'm right by the gym. So I'm like, oh, look, it's time for Tai Chi. (laughs) Yay. So I went to Tai Chi, and then I went to the office and filled out my time card. If you went to Tai Chi, you were probably there at the same time I was. I was there too. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, it's early on Thursday. Okay. They have two, but I went to the early one because I needed to go to... You did need to go. (laughs) I needed to go to the office and do my time card because it's due next week while I'm gone. Uh Uh-huh. I've been trying to do it since yesterday at noon when I could get access because it's... It was in a payment cycle, yes. so it wasn't letting me in before that. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a client's house, and then I went to another client's house, and then I got to come home. Welcome home. <laughs> Thank you. For what, all of what, like 12 hours, 14, I think? I don't know. And you're getting nobody's on a plane si- tomorrow? Nobody's 
asking me to drive them to or from a hospital. And Oh, wait, let me knock on wood because the sick kid is in the next room. During all of this, then I get an email while I'm at the gym that says, it looks like there's weather coming in, so we're going to preemptively schedule a delayed start for school tomorrow so that transportation can manage buses and tire chains and everything else before they have to try and transport your children safely. Right. And we're thinking... Usually when there's a two-hour delay, I still have to be at my school before our kids' school starts, before number three has to be at her school. Yes. And so usually you're the one who gets stuck staying home with her for an extra hour or two. But I'll be leaving for the airport. You will. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of good that number zero child is here because that is an adult in the house making sure that no emergencies are left untended. Yes. And can send, stay here with number three child. And let her ride the bus in the morning. It's so great. You know what I forgot to tell you? Huh. While I was trying to get out there to fix the fence, number two child's principal called me. Oh, so I had a, yes. I had a long talk with the principal. The new principal in the new state yes. at his mother's house. Yes. And he's been, you know, he, he is a very challenging young man. And they, so... Nobody knows that. They don't... <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> they are struggling to figure out how to meet his needs and let, let me give you the examples of exactly what has been quite a bother to them lately. Okay. The other day, he called his teacher a jackass. And another day, he decided to emphasize the word penis when they were trying to say happiness. And they thought he made a mess in the bathroom. And it's entirely possible that he did, but not as intentionally as they might have thought. Right. Like now, they have no idea this is a kid that would stand in the hall and say he he would tell off his teachers, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, and say "fuck off, you fucker," or "what the fuck do you think you're looking at?" Yeah, if they would walk past and question why he was in the hallway. So I asked her to please make sure that they spoke to his special ed teacher and the principal at his old at his school. old school. Yeah, because I I they had worked with him really well, and it sounded like he did need some support right now, and it sounds similar to what. What they had him do at the other school. Right. But I thought they'll have a laugh too when they find out he's in trouble for calling somebody a jackass. That's an improvement. <laughs> yes. It is a major improvement. It's like, oh, is that it? And That's all? He, he pooped himself, but he went and tried to clean it up and accidentally left some on the floor. So that is also an improvement. Yes. So that's what I did while the fence was blowing down. <laughs> I was talking to the principal oh. for a long time. Well, it's good but that I think you were it, able to do that. It was good because I called her back yesterday. I called her yesterday. She and, also asked about your family situation and the custody thing. Well, yeah, and, and that's you. You had a different perspective on that, but I know also there is legal stuff, right? Just clarifying legally who's in charge here. Legally, whose signature do I need if I want to change this child's program? Right. And so she asked you. Yeah, she asked me, is there a divorce decree? And, and I said, no, there's no divorce decree because we were not legally married, but we've always had sh shared custody. Since we've, since we've departed each other's company, we've had shared custody of the child. Yes. And I had sent the notarized documents to clarify that his mother was in charge of his needs at this time. Yes. So... 
They seem satisfied with that answer. Which is a thing that happens, even though she is not his legal guardian. You can grant her legal guardianship of him. They don't know she's not a legal guardian. Well, then. she ha- He has her last name and my last name, the poor thing. He has a very long last name because when you put names together, it just they gets get long. longer. It just yes, gets longer. That, that is how yes. it works. So he has a... When you add things together, they make more. Yes, typically. Well, unless you're, cold, unless you're number two child. And you need to take off your shirt. <laughs> this is an answer he actually gave on a test. What do you do when you're cold? And he told us that in, in the house, too. Uh-huh. I'm, so, cold, I'm cold. I need to take my shirt off. And then he was doing math, and, you know, you have problems with adding things together, and he would come up with smaller numbers. And think about that for a second. And he would think, and he would be like, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm that's all I have to say. Now. <laughs> yes. I am all done. I I really hope so. And I'm I'm glad things are I mean, things are not good for everybody. Things are, you know, it it's never easy for somebody when there's a dead person. We know this. No. But things are at this moment fairly manageable and I sure appreciate that. It's so nice to have manageable. Yeah. So good luck with managing tomorrow and all weekend when you go and be with a boy who's been with his mother who only mostly manages him? I think she intends to manage him a little bit more. Well... Like, this is her plan. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep, sure is. I think she's aiming to start, and I don't think she was aiming to improve that before. No, I don't think she so, was. I but think, I think I think she's yeah. realizing that that he seems to do better with that, and so does everybody else to deal with him. <laughs> so yeah, he, so we'll it was see. a little too unstructured for him when he first got there. So we'll see. Yeah. So so is that it? I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Did you just fart? No, I didn't. How does it smell like farts over here? I don't know. I thought it was you. Not me. (laughs) This time it's not. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I haven't had any gas at all this evening. Okay. But I agree with you. It wasn't smelling very good. (laughs) Okay. I say, okay, well. Why? Because. You were saying. Oh. It sounded like, yes, your phone thought you said, hey, Siri. (laughs) we we need to turn off that setting (laughs) yes we do (laughs) this has been our game lately of what setting did uh the new ios update install that george hasn't found yet
We found one. We found another. Um, did we miss anything? I don't know. I, I wasn't know. there. This is your story, babe. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!